Welcome to the Think Different Podcast, sponsored by the New York Yankees. And they are absolutely listening to the Think Different Podcast because they are on their way for 28 World Championships. I am Will, TLD Vafidas, and of course, my co-host, Vacation Tim. How you doing? I'm good. I was actually at Game 1 of the ALDS. Um, yes, what a, how was the a, how was the atmosphere? Oh man, it was electric. Uh, just like the Rock. Yeah, yeah, like the Rock. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean they were just heckling all night. I I cried during the the God Bless America because it was so beautiful. Oh, um, oh everything about about Friday night was just awesome, and I'm very excited for the ALCS. Are you gonna buy some tickets for the championship games, Tim? So currently, I have tickets for Game One. But it doesn't look like it's going to happen in uh, New York. By the time you listen to this podcast, most likely either the Astros or the Tampa Bay Rays won. I mean, if the Astros won, I'm not going. If they lose, I am going, which will be on my birthday. My birthday is on Saturday. Oh, well, happy birthday, Tim. Thank you. Guess I have no gifts for you at all, except for me being here on the podcast with you. Oh, the greatest gift of all. That's right. All right, guys, we have a lot to talk about. But before we get started, make sure you go to the Think Different Podcast Facebook page. And again, we are offering a contest. If you give us a review on iTunes and you send us a screenshot at thinkdifferentpod at gmail.com, we will send you a $10 iTunes gift card. That's right. The first person that does that sends us that information Gives us a five-star review. We'll get a $10 iTunes gift card. And make sure you add us at ThinkDiffPod on our Twitter. We are everywhere. We are on Launchpad DM. We are on Spotify. We are on Google Play. We are on Apple iTunes. And we are on all Zooms, if you still have one. And Pandora. Oh, yes. I remember that place. (laughs) All right. Well, now that we're done with the beginning intros, it is time for... Tim's favorite non-prepared segment, it is the news. The news. Breaking news. Who we got got here? All right, Apple launches repair program for iPhone 6S and 6S Plus over power issues. Apple's new repair program for the iPhone 6S and 6S Plus devices may fail to power on due to faulty component. So you can actually check your serial numbers, and if it falls within the purchase date of October 2018 to August 2019, they are actually eligible for a free-of-charge repair at the Apple Store or an Apple-authorized service provider. Um, so you're allowed to mail in your repair. You can visit the store as soon as possible or visit you know, an Apple-authorized service provider. Funny enough, my... Now, the question is, yeah. I was going to say, the question is, are they changing the whole phone or are they going to be just fixing a part kind of like the iPhone 7? I don't know. This this uh, news press says just the failure, failed component that they'd be replacing, but it doesn't look like they haven't disclosed what that failed component is or what kind of repair is going to be done. It just states that it's free. Funny enough, my uncle just called me on Monday and was like, he upgraded his iPhone 6S to the new iOS 13 and it made his battery go from lasting like all day to four hours. So he started freaking yeah. out. So he went to the Apple store that night and bought the iPhone 11 because he was so pissed that the Apple basically just said his phone was shot. And this was just when mm. this thing was announced, this new program was announced. So I wonder if he was affected in this program. 
which would be kind of funny. That's interesting. And, you know, quality programs, for those people who don't know, do take quite a few years to figure out. Now, I could tell you personally, this was a little bit of a surprise because there was nothing really telling us, even when I worked with iPhone 6s, that there was actually a problem with them. So this is kind of weird. I think this came out of left field. There was no trend on this. Like right now, the iPhone 7, no mic, that's a trend problem. That was happening all the time. But Tim, do you remember a time that iPhone 6s were having a no power problem? Other than like, you know, we see no power almost every day on every phone. I mean, that's the reality. But this was not a high trend. Yeah, no, I I agree. The 6s was not a uh, very problematic phone. But yeah, I mean, that's happening. So if you do have a 6s, if you're a listener, a 6s plus and something's going on with your device, we encourage you to check out the Apple support website at under quality programs. Apple releases Mac OS Catalina with Find My screen time and no more iTunes. So the newest version of Mac OS Catalina is available to the public and it comes after several rounds of beta testing and months of refinements. This is a free upgrade. Remember, all upgrades to Apple software is always free and complimentary to select compatible Macs. Um, so the only difference really that it wouldn't be compatible with is older versions of the Mac Pro. But other than that, computers will actually be able to host Catalina on it. Um, so a couple new features is you can now use the new music tab, new podcasts, you can integrate your t- TV apps because now iTunes is gone and they've separated them all into separate apps. There's that new sidecar feature you can use that integrates with your iPad and Apple Pencil. The Find My feature is now a built-in app onto the, onto the computer. You can look at your screen time. But Will, uh, don't get me wrong, you shared with me the other day that actually a lot of people are having problems with Catalina. There is quite a few problems. So number one was the biggest change was that people were worried about was the music app, podcast app, TV app separating, and iTunes is not an actual app anymore. And what's happened is in the background, when you are creating iTunes libraries, there's what we call XML files. And these are data files that basically organize your library in the background, and that's what's happening. So apps that used to kind of rely on those XML files, since this change has affected them, More importantly, it's apps that are DJ apps that have been affected by it. It's causing a lot of problems for DJs because now their playlists are not showing up in Serato. They're losing their library, you know, organization. It's all gone, you know. And this was the fear that everyone had going into Catalina. Number one, a lot of your older apps are not going to work anymore. And number two, with this change, even though Apple says nothing's changing, nothing's changing, well... Third-party apps are absolutely changing because they can't read the library correctly. So that's a humongous problem. And then on top of it, I just read another article. Photoshop and Lightroom are having issues with Catalina. This is bad. Like, I I really think this is terrible. You know, as far as releases for for macOS, this is going to affect a lot of people negatively. And correct me if I'm wrong, Will, all 32-bit programs are unsupported on Catalina, correct? Correct. And there's a lot of programs that I have in my Mac that will not be supported after this launch. And I can tell you right now, for for the first time in a very, very long time, it's going to take me a while to upgrade to this OS. Because for me, what features I'm getting in return for upgrading to Catalina are not helpful for me. Unless a new version of Final Cut comes out that only is supported on Catalina, I don't see myself changing. So do you think that there's going to be a... uh a lack of 
of up, updates to a lot of people's computers because of these types of uh, disadvantages that you get with this new software? I am more than confident that this is going to be the slowest upgrade Apple's ever going to have for an OS. Mark my words yeah, on that. It, it's really painting the path to there. Apple reportedly increases iPhone 11 lineup production by up to 10% due to strong demand. Specifically, the iPhone 11 and iPhone 11 Pro has increased about 8 million units um, into their current production plans as Apple seeks to meet stronger than expected demand. Down slightly on iPhone 11 Pro Max, it's not as popular, but the strongest demand is really this iPhone 11 and iPhone 11 Pro. Specifically the iPhone 11, because if you think about it, it's $50 less than the iPhone XR uh, predecessor. So that's huge. Apple is also getting ready for a possible launch of early next year for a new iPhone SE 2, which will look very similar to the iPhone 8, but with the upgrade internal such as Apple's latest 8, A13 chip and the quote-unquote three gigabytes of RAM. But again, we won't go into what that means specifically in an iPhone. But uh, this is great. This this has to be this has to bode well for Apple because they expected you know kind of a downfall or not high sale volume for these devices but you know they're actually uh blowing them out of the water this phone got such good reviews and it shows that the camera is absolutely an important feature to people when it comes to smartphones whether it looks like a terrible feature whether the look doesn't look good the thing is that the phone produces quality images and i saw an employee with mine who showed me the images of dark mode and showed me the images of the, him on the beach it looks phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, so that, yeah, it, it matters. matters. And I mean, you guys got to talk about the price. The price point is right for uh, for a new for iPhone users that want to upgrade. The, the price is right, Bobby. <laughs> All right. So Russian man sues Apple because iPhone app made this him is gay. great. Um, now, this was an article that a couple of my <laughs> friends that listen to the podcast wanted us, wanted Will and I to talk about and bring up in our new segment. Um, so I'm going to brief the, the article. So there's a Russian man who has filed a lawsuit against Apple claiming that an iPhone app turned him gay. Um, this has been reported that a cryptocurrency was paid to him in this app called GayCoin. Um, and it came with a message to say, don't judge until you try it. And uh, now he thinks that this app and the technology and the iPhone, the, the app that's you know given on the iPhone platform manipulated him into getting a boyfriend who he's currently still dating. Um, so now he doesn't know how to, to tell his parents on how he is now gay and quote, my life has been changed for the worse and will never become normal again, end quote. Another quote, Apple pushed me towards homosexuality through manipulation the changes have caused me more moral and mental harm, end quote. So this lawsuit was filed in September and now is being heard in October in Moscow. He is going against Apple and how the U.S. technical giant claims that they that the U.S. technical giant claims that they are responsible for their programs and the apps that they they offer, and that the alleged cryptocurrency exchange take place on an unidentified third-party app, and that Apple is believed to be responsible for this. Yeah, I, I don't know how much of a yeah. lawsuit he will have and if he'll win against this because nope. I don't think that it's more or less Apple's fault. It's a third-party application. Um, you know, the, the user willingly signed up and 
agreed to use the application. So I'm not sure how much of a footing he has in a court of law, but it is rather interesting. It definitely, you know, grabs attention. There is no way this guy's winning this yeah. lawsuit. There's no way. It's impossible. Like, this is a stupid... You talk about some stupid lawsuits. This one, I think, takes the cake. It's, it, this yeah, is pretty dumb. I mean, if he's... I just don't know how to. I don't know how to read it. How do you under? How do you like react to this? Because it seems like he's happy with his boyfriend. Like I don't. I don't get why he would want to put. Yeah. Put the, <laughs> he's very. You know, obviously. I don't get why he would want to put the lawsuit against it. It's almost disrespectful to his relationship and his, you know, counterpart. Because he's a moron. He's an I mean, idiot. I guess. Yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry, but that that's just like I. I don't understand that. Like, how can anybody say that this makes sense? You know, and if you do, you're 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 as dumb as that guy. So, you're, you know, it, that lawsuit's not going to win. And again, you're right. It is a third-party app that's making it. You know, Apple is going to get sued because it's on their platform they approved it. So that's why right. they're after him. But this is going to be a very, very hard lawsuit to win. There's a lot of stupid lawsuits out here that don't win. And this is going to be another one yeah. of them. But go look at the article. I think that's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be on our website. I do encourage you to read it. It is? What's that website? No, it's going to be on our website. Yeah, what website's that? Oh, thinkdifferentpodcast.com. God, read man, it and you, know, you have to promote the you have to promote the website if this is the first time people listen to you. Okay, so um, boob. I, I saved this article for last because it was the most exciting news I received this week. You know how, Will, how Monday mornings are just a drag and you just need something to pick you up. Well, folks, yes, this Monday was the greatest Mondays of October so far because <laughs> here we go. Drum roll. Well, I don't know if you can put the bit of drum roll in here, but put the bit of drum roll in here. I'll just do it myself. <laughs> Hands on with Spotify's series integration and Apple TV app. Yes, folks, Spotify is integrated now with Siri and has an Apple TV app. This is this is awesome. And why this is awesome because it was took years for this to happen because Apple Music came out, you know, it's competition. They were trying to fight for, you know, get leverage on Apple Music so they wouldn't integrate Spotify or any third-party streaming service because they wanted that dominance over Apple Music. But now they finally came to an agreement and now I could say, "Hey Siri, play blah 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 on Spotify in my car, in my house." to my phone, to my watch, everywhere I can now play Spotify, and I am as happy as I could be. That's the news article. That's great for you, Tim. I, I, I summed it up. That's great for you, Tim. I don't use it, so that's... <laughs> and the, I'm so happy for you. Uh, do you I, I'm so... I, I thank mean, you. I mean, you probably, won't even, you probably won't even hang out with your girlfriend this weekend because you'll be in front of your TV looking at Spotify and playlists. And let me just tell you, the Spotify app is beautiful in the Apple TV. It's got great colors. Is it? It integrates all of your playlists. It's green and black? Let me guess, it's green and black. No, no, it, it, it changes with the colors of the albums, dude. Just like Spotify does in your native app. It's beautiful. And I cannot wait to entertain with Apple, with Nobody? Spotify on my No one comes over TV. your house, Tim. Who are you going to be entertained? No one comes to your house. I haven't even seen your house. <laughs> I have friends, like, We I, went over this. I'll be honest. I, f I forget what you look like because I don't even see you. <laughs> Well, now you like, have to come I, I know, over. And I know, see I, my... your, your, your emoji, I know better than your own face now. 
Don't take this thunder from oh, me, Will. Spotify God. is here and it's never going away, and I love it. Oh, okay. I'm I'm happy for you. Chip, chip, hooray! All right. Any more articles, Tim? No, that's it. I I wanted to go out with bang. Okay, so he the first text message I got from this is a text message I got from my best friend, who was the best man at my wedding, who I've known since I was three years old. He tells me my first text message. So much for the security on the Apple Card. Mine got stolen. Now Whoa. I have not heard of this at all. I mean, Tim, have you ever heard of, of this? No, I mean, the, the, again, the Apple Card's so new. Um, but I feel like if I would have heard of it, it would have been all over the news because of Apple's marketing thing that it's the most secure card you can receive because you're paying through the Apple wallet. So he got, so listen to this guy. So it was about seven charges that came on his account. And I said, are you talking to the Apple chat? Which he was. So he sent me a screenshot of the chat. So he's telling him that a bunch of charges were not on his account and then they marked them unauthorized. They canceled the card number and then their guy says, you can request a new card number through the app. And that's it. That was pretty much the end of the conversation. So there really wasn't much to it that his virtual card has now changed and he will have to, uh, if he wants to keep going with using the Apple card, he's going to have to re-register, basically re-register. So he asked him, like, how is this possible? And the response was, the virtual Apple card number that is inside your wallet app was used. Only you could see that number. On my end, we can't even see your number. So, no, I have no idea how it happened. So, they have no clue on how this occurred. And then he showed me a list of the charges. Now, when I looked at them, they have a 1% uh, marking on it, which means that either the card was used or the number was used online, which likely I'm going to go with the card was used online. And because some of the purchases were online websites. So, this is very interesting. And, I, and I'm really surprised by this, like I, I really, I have not heard of this happening ever when it comes to the Apple Card, and I think this is kind of breaking. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, you know, when Will sent me all the screenshots, I was shocked. Being that the fact that the number, if for people that don't know what the how the Apple Card works, you have a Apple Card virtual number that is embedded inside your Wall app. It is password protected, and it can only be accessed by you. So how this, you know, other person or you know party got his card number, whether that's using the physical card or the card number from that card is, is baffles me because I'm not sure how he got access to that. You know, if, if that's a hack within his iCloud account or within his information, if he entered it somewhere on a website and then that website scanned that card and then used it on other ones, I'm not sure. But there's, from my understanding, there's physically no way that another party can get into his wallet application and get this card number. That's why this news is so groundbreaking. Yeah, I don't know if they're ever going to really truly find out what happened. I mean, unless it's like a random number that he just figured out, but... Yeah, like just guess I mean, random series of digits. But... Yeah, I, I don't know. But like you could see it, you could see a pattern in these in these charges. You know, $73 here, $73 there, $49 there, $62 there. $70 there, $84 here, $67, $64. So like, it's not like they actually reached a cap over $100. So I'm not sure if within credit card companies that means anything where it's like, I think it's if a value over $100 can't be put as a claim or something like that. I don't I don't really know. Apple Care was able to, uh, you know, 
get rid of all those well, charges. Well, really, it's Goldman Sachs. Well, Goldman Sachs looks like is the one in charge or Apple. I don't know who exactly what they're talking to, but obviously they're not going to make him pay for it. And they did change the card number so he can redo the card. Uh, I mean, right? I know that that was around for lost cards, but not not this. So I thought this was just really weird. I don't recall of a time this has happened, but I'd be very curious to know if anybody else's Apple card number was stolen. Yeah, so, I mean, immediately when Will sent me all this information, I checked my Apple Card account just to make sure that my uh, checks and balances were there. It's awesome that your uh, your friend used the chat feature um, that is dedicated to specific, all Apple Card users. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool that he took yeah took advantage of that. Service. I mean, I'm recent. I can tell you now. I googled it. I, I just can't find anybody who had this. So he he could very well be one of the first. At least that has been publicly talked about. I wonder if Apple will so do very, anything to treat his case better, you know, like I, I, I would hope so. Stuff. Yeah, I mean, why would he want to sign up for the card right now? <laughs> like it's yeah, it doesn't make any sense. You know, it doesn't feel secure. I don't know. This is a very interesting breaking event that we found. I'll reach out to him in about a couple of days, see if anything Apple's gonna do anything for him. Because why would you want to keep the card? You know, if you if if your own physical cards are safer than using the Apple card. Yeah. So. Wow, this is groundbreaking news, Will, and we're sharing it on the Think Different podcast. Yeah, Think Different podcast is the best podcast in the world for the worst Apple news possible. <laughs> uh, so we're going to get into uh, our main segment today, which is talking about Steve Jobs. Now, for those who don't know, which you all should know, Steve passed away eight years ago around this time. And it was a very, you know, we all knew it was happening based on how he was taking care of himself and he really wasn't going through the right treatments because of who, what he believes in. And we lost him and it was a very sad day. Now, I'm going to tell you my day at Apple about that. So I published a picture on our Twitter, which showed a customer leaving a picture of Steve Jobs on the floor in front of our glass with a rose on it. That was pretty uh, touching yeah. to know that people were coming in that day. And even when I was talking to clients, you know, they were just, it was more about Steve that day than really about people's problems. And I think people just wanted to, we were really busy that day because people just wanted to come to the store, I think, just to be there. The Apple logo that was on our door with the Apple logo, we turned that dark for Steve. Uh, so there was little symbolisms throughout the day about that. And it was just a very interesting day and a very sad day. Uh, And on top of it, what we did a few weeks later was Tim Cook had a private event at the Apple campus. They decided to close every single Apple store to watch this event that was held in Cupertino. Oh, wow. It It was about two hours. So we've put up the famous black curtains. We covered the store up. And we got to watch that entire ceremony uh in the uh in the uh store they streamed it directly to us and even apple authorized service providers were allowed to come so that means if you were a tech if you're technically were hired like a best buy as example technically people who worked under the apple side of best buy they actually are apple employees Wow. They came to our store wow. for quite a while. Only people who are Apple employees got to see that video. Uh, we had, uh, let's see what band was there. Uh, Coldplay played a private concert there for us. They had the big banners of Steve on the side of the buildings, which is really cool. Uh, it, it was just a really you know, special way to celebrate Steve. 
and it was one of the days I'll never forget working at Apple. That wow, that sounds like a really special day. I never knew that actually took place. Um, and I at the time I was not working in an Apple store. Yeah, so even if you had Genius Bar appointments and all that, so we had to kind of you know it was really interesting how we had to explain why you know the store was closing. Uh, but I had to give him a lot of credit um, for doing that, for celebrating the life of Steve Jobs, and that was pretty amazing. That was on October nineteenth of two thousand eleven. That's when the uh, they did the ceremony, closed the store for three hours while we watched the video. Everything was blocked off. Uh, yeah, so it was pretty crazy. I remember, we were just, I think the iPhone 4S just came out. So this was also in the middle of, like, not too long after a launch that we were doing this. So I had to give Apple a lot of credit for doing it. Do you recall, Tim, like the first time you ever heard of Steve Jobs or anything that you can remember, like your very first Apple product or anything that you used that just, like, the name Steve Jobs, like, first came in your head or that you th- you heard about him? Yeah, the, uh, the iPod... Um, when the ad came out with all the silhouettes and all the different colors and stuff like that, I remember Steve Jobs was kind of like that that pioneer of that marketing message. And that was, I think I was in, ooh, how old was I? I was young. I don't remember how old I was, but I remember how cool all the ads were. And that's when I heard of who the Steve Jobs guy was. And then I really didn't learn about more until after, until after his, his passing, unfortunately, because I, I was at such a young age. I mean, this was back in 2011, so I was just getting into high school at the time. Um, so I was a freshman in high school. Watching all the movies that were done um, by him, all the, those biopics and stuff like that, all the documentaries, really helped me educate and understand the, the importance of Steve Jobs, not only to the technology world, but to a business world in, in totality and how it really progressed, you know, the t- almost the 21st century until what we, what we see technology today in the business world today. Yeah, I'm gonna share a, a story that I don't even think you know about them. So I got to go out to the Apple campus when I was a creative. Now, back then, they used to send creatives to the Apple campus for training. Now, I got lucky. I got to go out there twice. I'm going to talk about my second visit another time. But my first visit was one week, and I got to go out there as a creative. And this was in 2011 I went out there. And I got to experience the Apple campus. I got to go into Cafe Max, which is where they eat, which, by the way, is like the cheapest, most affordable food <laughs> for employees ever. That's awesome. Like it was like eight dollars. It's eight eight dollars for like a like a, a like your own pizza that is delicious. And as I walked uh, out of Cafe Max one day, I saw Steve and Johnny Ive sitting at the table. Whoa! And I'm like, that was Steve Jobs and Johnny Ive. And I stopped and I was like, I'm trying not to, I, I don't want to say anything, you know, the, you know, and you could tell when I looked at Steve, his health was deteriorating. Yeah. You could see how thin he was and, you know, how he was just, he was having like a, a soup that day, you know, Johnny eyes right there next to him just sitting in Cafe Max and no one's around them because people are like, like two, three tables away from them. You know, it's like, they don't, you know, you don't want to bother them. Right. But, sure. And this is when and this is when he was step, stepped down as the CEO, and that's when Tim Cook took over as the interim. So this is the interim era of, of this time. Gotcha. The fact that I just got to see him really stood out to me. 
and it's probably why I stayed for Apple for a long time is because I just love being a part of a company that creates these great products. And I can tell you, my very first time I ever remember seeing or, or hearing the word Steve Jobs was the iPod Nano because I, I got the iPod the first year, then the Nano came out, and then Steve's showing it off in his hand. And that's the first time I, I recall... Steve, you know, hearing the word name Steve Jobs and understanding what Steve Jobs did. Now, I had Macintoshes back in school, and I had the first iPod, but I didn't know the man behind it, you know, and the sure. fact that I got my first Nano and saw him, and then the fact that I got to go out to Cupertino, California, and see him, not too, uh, I believe I went around March of, of 2011, and he passed away the same year, was really, really special to me, and that's a, and that's a moment I'll never forget. Yeah, man, thanks for sharing that story. That's That's incredible. Yeah, and it's uh, for those you know, it's very unfortunate that he left us. But man, what a legacy! And these part, and that's why these po- this podcast is here, this think different podcast, because it wasn't even too long ago, about a month ago, we t- the think different campaign came out, which is what our podcast is named after. Uh, by the way, if you haven't looked it up, look up the think different campaign and look up the video of Tim Cook, the, the celebration of Steve Jobs. You can find it online somewhere and watch it. It's like two hours or so, but it's just great stuff to listen to how people talk and stories about Steve. Yeah, I actually have um, one of the original posters from the Think Different pa- campaign at one of their keynotes. of uh, The Think Different campaign, some of them, they did uh, kind of pioneers in different industries. And so I have Alfred Hitchcock, the Think Different uh, poster. This was the kind of person that thought different very similar to the uh, ideology that Steve Jobs had. But yeah, I, I do encourage you guys to watch that video. I'm definitely going to watch that because I did not know that was a thing. And one of the, the touching things that that I think that he wrote in his resignation letter that kind of still stands true, and whether or not the, the Apple haters and lovers agree or disagree, he wrote this, quote, I believe Apple's brightest and most innovative days are ahead of it. Um, and that was in his resignation letter as a, he you know, gave over the realms to Tim Cook, who is still the... the CEO today. Remember, Tim Cook was the COO before that, and now he's running the entire company. I still think that Apple is the most innovative and brightest company today, and it still stands true and continuing on Steve Jobs' legacy to 2019 and, and beyond. Well, I think on that note, it's time to go to sleep, Tim, because it is definitely getting late tonight. But please make sure. We have the contest going. All you got to do is rate us on iTunes. If you live in the U.S., send us a screenshot, and we will pick you as the winner of our contest, a $10 iTunes gift card completely free. Uh, It has been a great episode of the Think Different Podcast, and make sure you check us out on all of our social media platforms. Tim, I'm sure you have a very special Instagram post of us this week. Uh, Yes, that will be coming up. And uh, it's my birthday, so I might feel a little bit more, a little more giddy. So please make sure you look up Tim, Vacation Tim. Make sure you look him up and wish him a happy birthday on my be behalf, so nice. because I'm not, because I'm not going to wish him a happy birthday. What? Uh, you know. Tough so luck. instead, instead, I'm going to leave us by singing "Happy oh, Birthday" no, no, to Tim. No. Happy birthday we can, to we can stop you. This. Happy birthday it's, it's to you. It's too beautiful. You. I can't hear anymore. Happy birthday, dear Vacation Tim. <laughs> Happy birthday. Yeah, it's your day of birthday to <laughs> you. Thank you, Will. That was, that was wonderful. And that's the Fake Different Podcast. Peace out. Peace out.